Good evening, and welcome to the NBA. And as always, thank you for listening. I just want you to know that today you're getting the live. I just pulled up from work. I'm sitting in front of my house, and I don't feel like getting out the car right now. And so as I unwind from my day, I was just thinking about a bunch of different things. And of course, I told you I was going to give you this a shot, so I'm going to actually give it a shot. This is one of those things that were on my mind. And so I definitely have to tell all the listeners out there what this podcast is all about. The one thing I like to say is that the life you have, the life you want, and the life you don't want is all connected. And so one thing I really focus on is connection. I'm a spiritual person. Some of the things that I understand have to do with everything working together for my good. I understand that we are all parts of a whole. I understand that my body is just my flesh. My spirit lives within me. And I don't carry that attachment to my body. I leave with my spirit. I talk with my spirit and not my mouth. And so the goal is to make people more conscious and aware of the connections. Make people and help people, I should say, because you can't make people do anything, but help people understand the role that they play in the outcomes and their life experiences. Because one of the major things that I understand and what I see most is that when we go through things in life, we don't grow through them. And the goal is always to grow. Every challenge that we're faced with is meant to teach us something. And so as we grow through these challenges, we're meant to learn something about ourselves. But most often we learn things about the world. We develop attitudes and judgments about people. And so a lot of times you can kind of trace back the type of environment somebody has been in. You know, I was reading something the other day and it said that if a person grows up and lives with criticism, they learn to condemn. And so you just kind of trace that back. If somebody has that condemning spirit, they probably grew up with criticism. And so I can understand that when I see it from a person. Because oftentimes, the one thing that we are really criticizing others about are things that we do ourselves. And we don't recognize them because they're so normal for us. But we do recognize when they occur because we don't like them. And it's always easy for us to focus on what others are doing and expecting to change. But I really live by a principle that we can't rob others of what we can't give ourselves. I can't steal from you what I can't give myself. And if I need something, if I, if I want what you have, I have to learn how you got it. I have to understand the characteristics, the traits, the habits. Those things that you developed that enabled you to get where you are. That enabled you to have the things that you have. You know, so again, I always look back at me. I'm the, that's the first thing I focus on, me. I focus on accepting responsibility for the things that happen in my life because I believe that we have beliefs, we have habits, and we have choices. And our choices is what gives us power and control in our life. And I was actually listening to something the other day that said, well, they used a Spider-Man reference, actually. And they said, with great power comes great responsibility. But they said, when you flip it around also, with great responsibility comes great power. And so the more things that you're responsible for, 
it gives you more power. It gives you more control. And I like to exercise control in my life. And so, overall, again, getting back to the connection and how all these things tie into each other. The goal is to look at different avenues and different facets of our lives and examine how our behavior in one area impacts our behavior in another area. Or how we even exhibit the same behaviors or deal with the same situations consistently. What role do we play in the constant outcomes that we experience in our life? So what we'll do is we'll take a quick break and then we'll get back to it. Again, thanks for listening. So we're back. Welcome back to the NBA. Still sitting in my car. But I definitely wanted to pick up right where we left off and just talk more about the role we play in the outcomes that we experience. And I know it's hard for a lot of people to grasp initially, you know, because the first question we ask is, I had nothing to do with what happened to me. It's their fault that they did X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. And the fact is that we can't control other people's behavior. That's something that we understand from beginning. We have no control over other people's behavior. We only have control over what we do. We have control over the things that we allow in our life and the things that we don't allow in our life. That's why we have boundaries. And what we tolerate, we promote. So a lot of times, we will tolerate a behavior that we don't like. And the role that we play in that outcome is that we should have set our boundaries ahead of time. When we recognize that this is not something that we wanted to deal with, this doesn't work for me, we should have decided not to deal with it. But a lot of times we continue dealing with something in order to hold on to something else. And so there's three things. We have right, wrong, and rapport. You never put right over the rapport. A rapport is a good relationship. You always want to maintain a good relationship. You don't want to have unpleasant experiences with another person. And the biggest part that I want people to understand is that a lot of these connections are about relationships because it's about the art of relationship. You know, I went to school. I got my psychology degree. I got my master's in social work. And I learned a little something along the way. And one thing I learned is that some people believe that all psychological problems are relationship problems. And for me, I can kind of understand that because working in the counseling field, working with different populations, working with different families, many of the issues that people deal with are relationship issues. And so we learn to have better relationships with other people. We can be happier. We learn to experience more pleasure. We learn to experience more gratitude. We learn to experience more love. We learn to have more compassion, more empathy, more understanding, more respect. And those things are really the cure for community. Those are the the real cure for relationships. And so our experience with another person is what matters. Because they say that emotion is attached to learning. We remember what we felt. 
but a lot of times we don't recognize how other people are experiencing us in those moments. Sometimes a person's actions may cause you to have an unpleasant experience, but as a result, your response also creates more of an unpleasant experience. And so I think about it in terms of weight. If you look at your behavior as creating and putting weight on the relationship, eventually it's going to collapse. And so when somebody does something and gives you an unpleasant feeling, an unpleasant experience, they just put a weight on the table. They put a weight on the relationship. But when you in return give them an unpleasant response, an unpleasant attitude, you create an unpleasant experience for them, you too put weight on the table. And these unpleasant behaviors are usually seen in the, in the form of defensiveness. That happens a lot of times during arguments and in conflict. But when the goal is not to take the weight off of the relationship and off of the other person, we will continue going until we destroy the relationship. And so the goal of all 2018 is to have healthy relationships. That's what we want to do. We want to have healthy relationships inside and out. We want to have healthy relationship with ourselves. We want to have a healthy relationship with our other people. We want to have healthy relationship with God. We want to have healthy relationships with our thoughts. We want to have healthy relationships with our beliefs. And so as we go on further, we're going to talk more about these things. But right now we're going to take another break and we'll get back to it a little bit later. See you soon. Welcome back to the NBA. I'm still sitting in my car and I promise you I'm going to go in the house after this one. But I wanted to pick up again where we left off. And we talked about having healthy relationships. And we talked about having healthy relationships with all these different things. But one thing I really like to focus on is your relationship with yourself. What is your relationship with yourself like? How do you talk to yourself? How do you care for yourself? How do you nurture yourself? How do you love yourself? How do you show compassion for yourself? How do you show empathy for yourself? How do you show gratitude for yourself? Because what I understand is that we often show others how we treat ourselves in our actions. Because the same belief system that we use to judge ourselves, we use to judge other people. And so it makes sense to have an inside-out approach because when you start with you, when you start being that way with you first, it'll naturally flow when you're dealing with other people. And so that's why it's good to work on you, continue growing, always continue finding different ways to progress. I have this saying, we weren't meant to be periods, we were meant to be ellipses. So every time you finish one thing, Add two dots by thinking of two more things that you can do to keep growing and continue your journey. Because there's always some things that we can do to get better. I can be amazing at 10,000 things. It doesn't mean I don't have one that I can improve on. And my mindset is constant growth. 
every day I try to walk out the door focused on what I want to do to grow today. If I'm in the middle of a heated debate or a heated conversation, I want to know where are we growing from here? Because the purpose is growth. Nothing was meant to keep us stagnant. We were meant to learn. We were meant to create. And I always say, once you understand, you can start to manipulate. You can create whatever you want. And so I ask you a question. What's the difference between knowing and understanding? And I won't give you the answer. I just want you to think about that. But I use that a lot of times in a lot of references. Because I believe that if I make a statement to you, you know. If I ask you a question, you understand. Because the one thing that I have learned and I understand about the brain is that when somebody asks a question, the brain goes searching for answers. Your brain has a need to close that gap. And it'll fill that gap with whatever information it needs. Your brain is an organism that's meant to keep you safe and keep you secure. It processes situations to help you understand if you're safe or not. It activates that fight or flight mechanism in your brain. Your brain is not connected to your heart. It doesn't care about how you feel. The way your brain works is that you receive some type of stimulus from the environment through your five senses. They send it through your body like an electrical system. It works its way up to the base of your brain near the top of the spinal cord and it starts to travel through. And as it travels through, it goes through the limbic system. The limbic system is in control of the emotions. And it has to go through the emotions in order to get to the frontal lobe where your logical and rational decision making is. And so emotions always have the upper hand. Emotions always supersede logic. You feel the emotion before you can think about it logically. And that's why you never want to make a decision in an emotional state. Because your brain is in fight or flight mode. It only cares about keeping you safe in that moment. You need more time to actually process that emotion and make sense out of what you just experienced. Because if you don't, you will make sense out of it through your past experiences, your biases, your beliefs. And these things will impact the way you perceive a situation. Because those are called your feelings. They're created through that factory. And so we'll talk more about these things in the next episode. See you soon. Welcome back to the NBA. And I'm sorry for lying because I still didn't get out the car. But I do feel like I'm getting something accomplished. So support me in my baby steps. They always say you got to figure out ways to set up small wins. So that's what I'm doing. But anyways, I know in the last segment, I said a lot of things that I know initially, without a good understanding of them, it's hard to really understand it's easy to you know separate from the information but what i encourage all my listeners to do is to seek ways to find connections with the information 
Don't find ways to separate yourself from it. Find ways to connect to it. And what I know is that when it comes to certain things, my beliefs and my mindset come from experience. A lot of the things that I speak on, a lot of the things that I've talked about, these are things that I've lived through, I've experienced, I've seen within my environment. This doesn't come from a place of just reading and this is what I heard. No, I live life like an experiment. I do trial and error and I figure out what works and what doesn't work. And so when I share my beliefs, my mindset, you know, the NBA overall, this is not to impress you, but this is to express to you how I think and how I go about doing things and the systematic approach to life that allows me to have more control over my life and the things that I experience. And so we talked about choices, we talked about beliefs, we talked about habits. And where do these beliefs come from? Beliefs come from time. These things are things that have been proven to be true over time. And so whether they're a good order or a bad belief, they've been proven to be true and that's why we believe them. That's why we hold on to them and that's why we neglect to even seek another way of thinking about things. But the reality is that we don't always process situations according to what they really are. We process it based on our perception. And like I said in the last segment, in the last segment, excuse me, we process it based on our biases, our assumptions, our past experiences. And as I previously stated, what did we learn about our experience? Did we learn something about the world or did we learn something about ourselves? And what I do understand at this point in time in life is that a problem really isn't going to leave you until it teaches you what you need to know. You can avoid it as much as you want, but it will not leave you until you learn what you need to learn in order to deal with it again in the future. And the one thing I notice is that a lot of people try to avoid dealing with things and hope that they're just going to go away. If I don't think about it, if I don't deal with it, you know, I don't have to. It's not real. It doesn't exist. Let's just say that. But what I understand, you know, from doing counseling is that that's a negative coping behavior. And that's something I learned in the process of teaching other people. It's a negative coping behavior, and you can see it time and time again, the avoidance. Some people will simply avoid conflict. They will avoid communication. They will avoid doing whatever it is they actually need to do. And so when we talk about developing better habits, think about the things that if you did them today, it would impact change in multiple areas of your life. What stops you from doing those things? And why? Why do you allow it to stop you? If you know that this is what you stand to gain by doing it, why don't you do it? I know we all have a million things to do, and it's hard to fit all this stuff into one day, but this is what I mean by having successful habits. Are we organizing our tasks? Or are we allowing our tasks to control our time? Because... The goal is time management. My time is valuable. Once I give it away, I can't give it back. So am I dictating how I use my time or am I allowing my task in my life to dictate how I use my time? And that goes to the last category of choices. 
What type of choices am I making to have control over my life? And so I want to think of, I want you to think about that more. And we're going to take another break and we'll get back into the next segment. See you soon. Welcome back to the NBA. And if you're still listening, again, thank you. This is going to be my last segment for the night. And I want to wrap up with just a segment of questions. Again, if I ask you a question, it's because I want you to think about something. I want you to come to the conclusion yourself so I don't have to tell you. I don't want to make a statement. I don't want to tell people what to do. My mindset is that all you can do is give a person information. What they do with it is on them. And so I recognize that regardless of who I'm dealing with or in what capacity. But I also have the mindset that I take this truth and I throw it across the lake and it's your job to go swim and go get it. You can either learn how to swim or you can find another way around the lake. But it's your job to swim and catch up to it. Because when I say something, it's not to, to dictate anything or judge or condemn in any capacity. It's to raise the level of awareness and consciousness to things that I might not have been aware of at one point in time in life. And many of them, I haven't. These are things that I've learned along my journey, and I just like to share those with other people. If you can benefit from it, great. If it's not something that you need, pass it on to someone who needs it. But what I do understand is that we all have something to give to the world. And this is just one way that I give to the many people that I can come in contact with if it's possible. And so I want to kind of extend my reach and, and try to reach out to as many listeners as possible and try to touch and impact as many lives as I can. And so when we talk about things and we talk about the life you have, the life you want and the life you don't want, we talk about your beliefs, your habits, and your choices. What are your beliefs? What type of habits do you have? What type of choices are you making? What do you want? No, what do you really want? What are you doing? Is what you're doing helping you get what you want? How are you responding? How is your response helping you get what you want? How are you communicating? How is the way you communicating helping you get what you want? How are you dealing with stress? How is that helping you deal with your stress better? What is it that you're learning? What are you actively doing every day to overcome the trials and tribulations that you face in life? What type of books are you reading? What type of what type of messages are you sending your brain? 
where do you get your information from? Is that a credible source? What evidence do you have to support that that is a credible source? Do you have the same habits that don't promote your growth? What things could you do every day to promote your growth? Who are you? Who do you want to be? And what do you have to do to get there? What do you value? What matters most to you? What's important to you? Who supports you? What are you good at? What do you do? How can you use those things to make money? I want you to think about those things and we'll explore those more as we continue on. Thank you for listening. See you soon.